Hey there, Fletcher Maltings Overlanding here, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you may hear that my voice sounds a little different, and that's because I feel like crap. I am sick, and it's not fun. However, what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast is being sick while overlanding. I figured it was a good time, since I'm sick anyways, to talk about, like, what do you do, right? If you're out on a one-week or a two-week or a longer trip, if you're out in the middle of somewhere and you start to get sick, like, what are some tips and tricks? What are some things that I've seen and had to deal with to sort of make my trips better, right, when I am not feeling well? So today I'm going to touch on that stuff a little bit, how to sort of make the most of your trip even if you get sick, some sort of strategies and tips for how to deal with that sort of thing, and how to keep chugging along. So if you want to learn more about, you know, what do you do when you're sick on an overlanding trip or a camping trip, stay tuned. So as I mentioned in the intro today, I'm sick, I don't feel great, I'm being a big baby about it, but I want to use this opportunity to talk about what do you do when you're overlanding or when you're out camping, for particularly for an extended period of time, and you get sick. Like, you can't just give up, right? If you're in the middle of nowhere, you don't have a lot of options. You have to deal with it. You have to man or woman up, and you have to deal with it, right? So today I want to talk about a few examples of when this happened. Actually, when I went on my Wyoming trip earlier this year, there were two of our four people uh, got altitude sickness, and then one of them, after the altitude sickness, got some sort of a terrible cold or flu or something for like two or three days. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to tell you those stories a little bit and kind of what happened and how we dealt with that stuff. And then again, I'm going to dive in a little bit into just my strategies. Like I'm not a doctor or anything like that, right? I'm not going to be giving you medical advice in this podcast or this YouTube video. Uh, I'm just going to be kind of telling you like what I've dealt with and how I've sort of dealt with being sick before when I'm on trips and how to make it better, right? Like that's ideally that's the key, right? Like not only do you want to fix it or resolve the symptoms, but you also want to uh, have a good trip. You want to have a good time. So how do you do that when you're sick? Um, so let's start with those sort of those stories. Let me give you some examples of like what I'm talking about and when you might get sick or things that might make you sick. Um, you know, I mean, there are a ton of things. If you're, if you're drinking any sort of like purified water, there could be contaminants. If you've got food in a refrigerator and let's say your refrigerator drops, uh, temp or gets too high for a little bit, there, there are potentials to have like stuff get into your meat, bacteria, and that sort of thing. So there, there are a lot of chances to get sick when you're out in the wilderness. Um, as I mentioned, altitude sickness is another thing. Now, I don't deal with that too much in the Midwest, but when we went to Wyoming, we were not accustomed to that. And the very first day, we went up to like nine, ten thousand 10,000 feet. And sometimes over the trip through the Wyoming BDR, we were up as high as 11,000, 11,500 feet. So when you hit those altitudes, it, it just depends. I luckily was not affected by it. We got up to 9,500, 10,000 feet, and I was drinking beer, and I was just as, you know, as fine as I could be. But two of the other guys, unfortunately, were like, they were, and they're like tough guys. Like one of them is like a military guy and the other one's like an EMT. And they were both like, I'm going to have to go home. Like if, if this doesn't get better, I can't deal with this. And they were like, I mean, super nauseous, super sick, throwing up. 
Like literally, we didn't have enough reception to actually Google things. So they were like, but they could get calls through. So they were like calling, you know, the, the EMT was calling his wife and having her Google like what to do about altitude sickness and stuff. Um, so that kind of stuff can happen, right? Like it's when you least expect it, it may happen. This cold that I've got now, I have absolutely no idea where it came from. Last week, my wife had COVID and I thought, well, maybe this is it. And I tested myself and I don't have COVID. So it's just some sort of a cold. And it came out of nowhere. And I actually, yesterday I was thinking about going camping for the night uh, at Hoosier National to shoot some videos and do that sort of thing. And now I'm kind of glad that I didn't because just since yesterday, all of a sudden now I feel like crap today. My throat is sore. I have a headache. Uh, I'm super congested. And it just literally came out of nowhere. So uh, it can definitely happen, right? Uh, that other guy, as I mentioned, once they got through the, the altitude sickness, really with altitude sickness, there's not a lot you can do. It's kind of just acclimation, right? You just have to give it time. Um, and they say usually it can take like one to three days. Uh, again, when they woke up the next morning, uh, the EMT gentleman felt much better. He was like, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm fine. The other guy, he woke up and he was like, I don't feel the altitude sickness, but now I'm sniffly and I, I think I have a cold. Well, in his case, he had his wife with him. So if you are not solo, that's kind of a, a pro of that, right? That's kind of a good thing is his wife was able to take over driving duties. She was able to, you know, keep on track. We were able to keep moving and stuff. And he was just recuperating in uh, the passenger seat and taking medicine and stuff. Um, so when we get into how do you deal with that, right? Luckily, they were prepared because this was such a long trip. We were going on a two-week trip through the Wyoming backcountry discovery route. Um, we were all very prepared. We all had a ton of stuff. Again, we had an EMT with us. So he had all kinds of medicine, medication, you know, stuff for bleeding and, and all that sort of stuff too. So we were very prepared. Uh, one of the things that I've talked about before, and I will hold one up here, is these little pill cases. So they're kind of like portable, uh, refillable pill cases. And what I keep in mind, I'll tell you, is I keep ibuprofen. So just in case you have a headache, you get aches, you know, anything like that. You've got some ibuprofen, maybe some Advil, some alternatives, right? Or Tylenol, um, something like that for like headaches and aches and pains. I keep some DayQuil and I keep some NyQuil in there just in case, right? So again, with my current condition, DayQuil is, is holding me up. That's what's supporting my ability to make this podcast for you guys right now is my DayQuil. But um, if you get out in the middle of nowhere and you're not anticipating being sick and you don't have anything with you, any sort of backups, any sort of like medicine or anything to sort of help you function more, then you're going to have a much less enjoyable time, right? So I would recommend taking some sort of like ibuprofen, just general sort of medicine. And you don't have to take a ton. Like these little, if you're on the podcast, you can't see this little pill thing, but I'll put a link in the description down below to it if you if you want to go see what it looks like and possibly get one. Um, but I love them. I keep them in my center console of my truck, just so I always have them. I have them now if I'm, you know, at a soccer game or something, my kid has a headache, I can go and get him ibuprofen out of my truck. So I just keep them in my truck 24-7 and I keep them reloaded. When I come back from a trip, I reload them with that stuff. Um, I'll keep some Tums in there, that kind of thing. So think through like what your the possibilities might be. Can you get a cold? Could you get a flu? Um, what kind of medication would help you with that? Dayquil, NyQuil, ibuprofen, etc. right? So that is one way for sure is to be prepared, bring some sort of medication with you that's going to help you with that. Uh, some of my kids, they have trouble in the vehicle when you take some of the twisty turns or you do some of the off-roading. And so we have Dramamine usually that we'll bring for them. Uh, you might want to bring like Benadryl, that sort of thing if you are allergic to stuff. Um, an EpiPen, whatever, you know, whatever your needs are, whatever you need to bring with you to make sure that you've got something just in case you get sick, um, then you may want to do that and you want to think ahead about it, right? Don't wait until you're out there and then you're like, oh shoot, now I have a cold and I don't have any medicine and I'm going to feel like crap for the next three days. Um, plan ahead and just be proactive a little bit with bringing stuff with you. 
Um, another thing uh, that kind of goes along the same lines as being proactive is staying hydrated. Like that's a lot of the times when I get a headache or I kind of get achy and stuff when I'm out, you know, riding trails all day and stuff, it's because I'm not taking care of myself, right? I'm not eating, I'm not drinking water. So I will usually get something like some Powerades and stuff and throw those in my fridge, some sort of like a electrolyte filled energy type drink, right? And uh, have those there so that I don't get dehydrated. And you kind of have to make a conscious effort to do that, right? It's like, if you've ever done it at your house and you're like, today I'm going to drink a gallon of water, right? Like if you don't have like a literal gallon sitting in front of you so you can see your progress and you're drinking that, then a lot of the times, most of us probably are pretty dehydrated, right? Where we just aren't good at keeping ourselves hydrated. And when you're out in the middle of nowhere, you're more likely to get sick and you're going to have a worse time if you do get sick. So you really have to pay attention to, you know, eating meals at the normal times, uh, not pushing too far through them, keeping yourself hydrated, that kind of thing. Um, and then that will hopefully prevent you from getting sick. So taking care of yourself is one of those things that you can do to hopefully prevent you from even having to deal with being sick, right? Um, another thing is close proximity, right? So uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been out uh, with people and we're sitting around a campfire and maybe someone has some bourbon or something and they pass it over and they go, here, try this, it's really good. And then you guys are drinking out of the same cup and stuff. Um, not to be super like germophobic or anything like that, but there's definitely a lot of germs that get shared when you're in a group and you're like sipping bourbon or drinking beer or whatever and, and sort of hanging out, right? So, you know, just be aware of that stuff. If, if, you've, if you're prepared and you've got an extra cup and somebody wants to, you know, you want to taste someone's bourbon, you can pour the bourbon into your cup so that you're not sharing your spit with them, which I know is kind of gross, but it happens, right? It happens all the time. And then another tip is take it easy on yourself, right? If So with that Wyoming trip, for example... If, you know, I had gotten sick, let's say I was solo and I had gotten super sick versus having to make 180 miles a day or, you know, whatever the quota is or whatever that section of the BDR is for that day, I'd slow down a little bit. I'd take it a little bit easier. I wouldn't push as hard to get through to the next section, right? I would just take it a little bit easier because the worst thing that can happen is you push too hard and you get really, really sick and then you're stopped, right? Like that's... When you're on these trips, kind of the whole idea, at least for me, the way that I do it is I like to keep moving, right? I like to see as much as I can. I like to explore as much as I can. Um, but in the case of being sick, if you push too hard and you get really, really sick, you get more sick, you don't take care of yourself, then it could turn into a really bad time where you are just like put down and sleeping in your tent all day. So take it a little bit easier, stay hydrated, make sure you eat, take care of yourself, bring the appropriate medicine and stuff, bring stuff proactively just in case you would get a cold or get some sort of a sickness uh, that you couldn't deal with otherwise and be prepared with that stuff. It kind of just goes back to overlanding in general, right? Being prepared is kind of the name of the game. Uh, not to say that you bring so much stuff that you're, you know, that you're never going to use, that you're, you're packed to the gills and you have a ton of stuff you never use. But think about the main things that you could get, like a cold or like that sort of thing. Uh, if you get some sort of a stomach thing, you have Pepto-Bismol or Tums, that kind of thing. Just the, the normal sort of things that you would potentially face on one of these trips. And then plan ahead for them. So again, that was kind of my uh, sickness adult brain version of this podcast. So I hope that that was helpful for you and not too uh, random and out there. Uh, if it was and you're on YouTube, click that like button. If you're on the podcast, leave a five-star review. It, it helps a ton. If you're not already subscribed on the YouTube channel, I'd love to have you as a subscriber. I'm putting out more and more content every day. And if you're listening on the podcast too, there's other stuff that goes on the YouTube channel that doesn't make it to the podcast, right? So if you're not subscribed over there, definitely make sure to jump over and subscribe on YouTube as well. There are links to all that and my other social channels down in the description below. Also in the description below is a link to my website where I've got some funny overlanding patches and stickers, that kind of thing. So if you're into that stuff, you know, I have one that says I hate people, so I camp. I've got one that says 
F people, let's go overlanding. So they're a little spicy, some of them, and then, you know, some of them are just like Weekend Warrior and it's Jerry Can, etc. So anyways, go check those out if you're into stickers and patches. And then last but not least, there is the Patreon group where we've got a 24-7 Discord. We all kind of chat and we have a once-a-month call. And then there's the Newbie Overlanders Facebook group. Totally free to join. Tons of awesome members. Different than the bigger groups where you're not going to get bullied for asking questions. Um, so if that sounds good, come and join up. Um, but again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.